Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 616. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about four myths about 401ks. As you know, I'm very adamant that you contribute as much as you can to your 401k, whether your employer is matching or not. But I found this article that had four myths about 401ks, and I thought it would be good to bring out some of these nuances, some of these little known facts. You might know, you might not know, we'll see. But this article was written by Maury Bachman. And it says, it pays to sock away cash for retirement in a tax-advantaged savings vehicle. And to this end, 401ks offer a lot of benefits. Not only do they come with higher contribution limits than IRAs, but often employers match worker contributions so that the participants effectively get free money. Still, there's a lot of misinformation circulating about 401ks. And if you make the mistake of buying into it, you'll risk shorting yourself on retirement savings. There are a few common myths you really shouldn't believe. Number one, you can't save in a 401k if you don't work for a company that sponsors one. If you're a salaried worker whose employer doesn't offer a 401k, you may need to revert to an IRA for retirement savings purposes. But if you're self-employed, you have the option to save in a solo 401k. As the name implies, a solo 401k is one that you manage yourself. Generally, you'll pay a modest fee to set it up, coupled with a monthly maintenance fee. Keep in mind that salaried workers with 401ks pay their own share of administrative fees, too. From there, however, you'll get to invest your money in any of your plan's fund choices. One major difference between employer-sponsored 401ks and solo 401ks is that with the latter, you'll benefit from higher contribution limits. Currently, you can put in up to $56,000 if you're under 50 or up to $62,000 if you're 50 or older. Whether you'll actually get to max out, however, will depend on your income since your maximum allowable contribution is calculated based on what you earn, but the potential to put in $56,000 or $62,000 a year does exist. Now, isn't that fantastic? that you could put in so much money. So if you are self-employed, you have the option to set up your own 401k, called a solo 401k, and put in massive amounts of money. It's a great way to reduce your taxes because you're not taxed on that money that you put into your 401k, just like a regular 401k. So if you're an entrepreneur making a ton of money, look into a solo 401k and talk to your accountant about it. Number two, you'll be automatically enrolled in your employer's 401k. Though automatic enrollment in employer-sponsored 401ks has become more common in recent years, not every company maintains such a system. As such, don't assume that you're enrolled in your employer's plan. Rather, go to your payroll or HR department and ensure that you're all set up. 
Keep in mind that if you are automatically enrolled in your company's 401k, your contributions will likely be set at a fairly low level, generally just enough to max out your employer's contributions. As such, it pays to check what your enrollment status looks like and to elect your own contribution based on what you can afford and how aggressively you're aiming to save, keeping in mind that the more money you put into the plan, the better. Number three, target date funds are the best way to invest your 401k. Target date funds, funds designed to grow increasingly conservative as their associated target dates approach, are a popular choice for 401ks, namely because you can pretty much set them aside and forget them. The problem, however, is that target date funds don't always offer the best returns on your savings, and they're often loaded with fees that eat away at your returns. Your 401k's default savings option will generally be a target date fund, which means that when you first contribute money to your plan, it will go into this type of fund. However, you're often better off choosing your own investments, ones that align with your personal strategy and tolerance for risk. And if you're eager to avoid some of the fees that are associated with target date funds, a good bet is to load up on index funds. Index funds are passively managed They simply track existing market indexes like the S&P 500 and, as such, charge minimal fees. Yes, then remember, we're talking about myths of 401ks. So the point of this third point is that target date funds are expensive and they're not a good thing for you to invest in. I've done whole podcasts on target date funds, so if you want to know more, go to my website page at lindapjones.com forward slash podcasts and in the upper right corner there's a search box and you can search for target date funds. They are high fees, they're often loaded with bonds and not with enough growth. There's all kinds of issues with these and it's much better to do your own asset allocation. That's another thing you can search for in that search box is how to do your own asset allocation. And once you've got it, you're set. And from there, you can just monitor it year to year. The fourth myth is contribution limits stay the same from year to year. Though not everyone has the ability to max out a 401k, it's a solid goal to aim for. Maxing out year after year will help ensure that you retire with more than enough money to sustain yourself once your career comes to a close. But pay attention to what the contribution limits look like each year because they do in fact have the potential to change over time. For example, in both 2016 and 2017, the annual limits for 401ks were $18,000 for workers under age 50 and $24,000 for those 50 and over. But in 2018, the limits rose to $18,500 and $24,500 respectively. And for the current year, the limits are $19,000 for younger savers and $25,000 for the 50 and over set. As of now, we don't know if 401k limits will increase for 2020, but if your goal is to max out, pay attention to that announcement from the IRS or ask your HR or payroll department to confirm what the limits are before the start of the new year. The more educated you are about 401ks, the greater your chances of building a solid nest egg for retirement. It pays to read up on how 401ks work, especially if you're saving in one for the first time. End of article. All right, so those are the four myths. I'll just review them again quickly. Number one, you can't save in a 401k if you don't work for a company that sponsors one. Now you know you can do a solo 401k. 
Number two, you'll be automatically enrolled in your employer's 401k. Not generally, you're gonna to have to do it yourself and especially bump up your contribution limits. If they did automatically enroll you, it doesn't mean that you're maxing it out and you definitely wanna do that. Number three, target date funds are the best way to invest your 401k. Oh no, they're not. And you know my opinion about that. Full of fees, not the right asset allocation for you and can definitely over your lifetime take tens of thousands of dollars out of your pocket, possibly even more. So you don't wanna be getting into these target date funds. And number four, contribution limits stay the same from year to year. Nope, they've been increased generally, and we'll see if in 2020 they get increased again. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. And if you like the podcast and you want to get to the next step, try my Wealth Heiress book. You're already a Wealth Heiress, now think and act like one. Six practical steps to make it a reality now. This was voted one of the best all-time wealth books by Book Authority. And whether you're male or female, you're going to love this book. It has great practical advice, specific steps of what to do, and it has rave reviews. There is a link in the show notes and on Amazon. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.